yourself in, I think. It's Friday! <laughs> yeah. All right. And we are live from Free Float Headquarters. Wow. True, we are all of us. This is Ari the Data Queen, and I am your host today, Friday, November Woo! 10th. I am joined by analyst hold Matt Scardi, yeah. Jesse the Money Whisperer, an ex-host. Yes, uh, I love the way that's No, I'm David actually, Wallace. I actually, I, I liked calling him Hazelnut Rollis. I liked <laughs> Hazelnut. Good with all that. Hazelnut. Apparently, that's a very taboo uh, coffee flavor yeah. in this office. Yeah, don't drink the hazelnut. But on today's weekly wrap-up, we have the founder that just won't fail out of existence. Surprising discrimination. That's right. And the labor movement keeps on going, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm very excited about this today. Um, I haven't, so I'm hosting today. I haven't changed the format of the show, right? Aww. I don't know who's laughing. Why is the audience <laughs> laughing at me? But we're going to start with story of the funny. week. All right, let's just do this thing, hey, audience. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Damien gets to go first He's still. You're, oh, you're surprised. <laughs> it's almost like exactly the same. I'm ready for it to be... The order to be changed, if that's what Ari wants. All right, here we go. I got some easier stories this week. Okay. First of all, WeWork, once valued at $47 billion, files for bankruptcy. Aww. It's made up. That's made up. Uh, maybe to help build a case for Story of the Week, if you want some extra details before you vote, Adam Newman's still worth about $2 billion. Oh. <laughs> New theory that maybe Adam Newman himself will buy back WeWork and try to make some more money off of the dead carcass. Uh, oh, how about this one? There was actually, so one of the concessions that he made with SoftBank when, story. when he stepped down from leadership roles was that they get, he has a $430 million loan that he doesn't, act, he's not actually personally on the hook for paying it back. Oh. Because uh, if he stops paying, he could just give his shares to SoftBank as collateral, but his shares are worthless now. So now he's off the hook for $430 million loan. So he's actually making... Wow. Yeah, so I mean, good for him. That is an, he, win, he won everywhere. There's, Dude. there's actually an article, too, where he's snarkily commenting about the demise of WeWork, I guess suggesting that he would have failed at it better or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't right. know how. That's a good fail up. Yeah, how do you fail better than that? Then $430 million <laughs> for nothing, basically. Next big story. This happened a couple days ago. The SAG-AFTRA Actors Union reaches a, a tentative labor agreement, but I think oh, oh, everything oh, I'm oh, hearing... Oh, so the, celebrating uh, tentative now. The strike in Hollywood is over. Uh, the strike lasted 118 days, and remember, directors and writers settled their strikes a few months back. So on top of that... Kaiser Healthcare workers ratify the new contracts out of Las Vegas. A huge deal. Caesars reaches deal with Las Vegas Union. That's ten thousand workers. Uh, they they're getting a very favorable contract to avoid a strike. And UAW still in the news saying they're going to pull out all stops organizing non-union automakers. So that's watch the out story. Tesla. I got a question. Um, you know, we talked a lot about the UAW strike. We talked about other strikes. I didn't even remember that the actors were currently still striking. <laughs> like, well, you're not it, a big Netflix person. You but, don't care about But that I mean, stuff. like, there's so much content. There's so much content. There's yeah, so oh. much stuff to watch yeah. that you you could go five years without even noticing that they were on strike. Yeah. I mean, if Friends went back on Netflix, Netflix doesn't need another show for two years. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Matthew Perry <laughs> went and died. And now, now people are watching that. And now people are watching yeah. that in, for the millionth in, in, the time. The millionth time, like so, so like the actor strike was like, uh, like it started off as this big movement, and we were talking about it and how it was going to crush things. And in reality, I'm not sure anybody even noticed or that they were or cared. I got to tell you, I have a thread with some friends, and we talk a lot about what we watch on streaming things and one of the things we've been talking about recently is some some nights we spend so much time looking for something <laughs> that we, that's and correct we find, and we give up after 20 minutes and go, like right. go read a magazine or a book that's because correct. it's just it's just overwhelming mm -hmm. and sad it's all sad i miss when you would have one day of the week where it was your show and you make plans around making sure you're going home or meeting up with people for your show that's done yeah and well, now you have a baby, so now you make no plans and you watch no shows. Uh, <laughs> I cry at home. <laughs> I cry by myself. Third, the next, my next two stories are really for Matt. I think Matt's gonna really appreciate these two stories. Are they snoozes? 
dare you? I don't know who who are you making fun of there, me or Matt? Oh uh, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. Am I the one who's upset? <laughs> First one I just love because it doesn't happen very often. Vince McMahon. Have, look, we're the company that's trying to put. Uh, we're trying to people. We're trying to focus on people, right? You're yeah. looking for a mission, writing yeah. on the yeah. wall. Yeah, <laughs> you literally went to the whiteboard eyesight, for that admitted, mission. I admitted that my eyesight was failing because I couldn't read the mission <laughs> statement. We want to focus on people in this in this company. Here's this is a great story. Vince McMahon himself is listed as a risk factor in the new SEC filing yeah. from the company TKO. twice. He's, I in love Two this. different ways. Here's the first way. The special. This is a quote from the uh, the 10K from TKO. This is this. Uh, What's the called? Holdings company. What's TKO Holdings. They used to be Endeavor and... Yeah, the stock's called TKO. Now it's... I think TKO it's called Holdings? TKO Holdings. It's not that interesting. First risk factor, the special committee of independent members of WWE's board of directors investigation into allegations of misconduct by Mr. McMahon and any further allegations and investigations may have an adverse financial... And okay. okay right. first one. The second one is just that his membership on our board just yeah. his, nice. there we just go. His that's that's his the one I like. His presence alone that's could have the an adverse like. financial and operational impact on our business. Isn't that I know, this is I love awesome. That one. And how did that, how the hell did you get your board then? Get him off the board. I don't know. They they literally are like that. You exist in this room with us is a risk to us. If only there was a mechanism. And yet he's still there. If only there was a company or a mechanism to get to help you get to make decisions to get board to get directors off of board. That's that, idea. Li- that sounds a little bit aggressive. Can okay. you dial it back? <laughs> Uh, okay, my fourth story, and this again Four weirdly stories. weirdly parallels with our universe here. There's been a lot of reporting about Bridgewater because there's a new book called The Fund. Ray Dalio, Bridgewater Associates, and the Unraveling of a Wall Street Legend. This is out. Um, it's from a journalist in the New York Times. Is he coming on our show? What is oh, Bridgewater? Yeah, we'll Sorry. What? Bridgewater. Bridgewater Associates. It's a hedge fund. Hedge fund. So it's all about just the craziness at Bridgewater. There's a there's a a, a thousand Bobby Kotick-esque stories that I could go into, but this is the one I'm going to focus in. Um, Bridgewater rigged its famous believability weighting system yep. after founder Ray Dalio complained that some employees scored higher than him. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so so Dalio's idea at the time was to have something like a baseball card for each employee. Ooh, oh, wow. What a, what a great idea. Visible to everyone in the company and ranking them on dozens of different attributes in an attempt to spell out their strengths and weaknesses. Categories included things like determination, practical thinking, and visualization. Uh, and according to the book, one metric believability, which was the combination of all the ratings in each category, uh, that was the important one. That's the one where he was under certain employees. So he rigged it that he became the baseline. His yeah. believability oh. was not, the baseline. Yeah, that's, correct. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. So, I mean, this is an incredible story. So uh, this this actually rivals the Verizon CEO story that you pulled right. earlier yeah. in the year <laughs> where that guy was rating his mood on a 0 to 10 mm-hmm. scale every single day in a spreadsheet for like a decade. <laughs> this um, is basically Ray Dalio saying we require free flow analytics, I, isn't it? Isn't that what this says? Matt, I thought we had an ingenious idea to create these like baseball cards for executives and directors. He, Ray Dalio already thought of it. I know. Uh, yeah. Well, but we did it for everybody. Yeah. And we so still you out it. there in yeah. the universe, go get it. Yeah. Matt is secretly making his own baseball card and making himself the best performance director. I'm the benchmark. So the four stories are we work. Uh, filing for bankruptcy, SAG, AFRA. Wait, Matt became the host again? No, well, you he never always do. Does I always that. do oh, this part. I know, but okay. You want you want no, Jesse you and Ari to do this? I mean, nope. sort of, kind of. All right. Well, we do too much work already. Yeah, it's yeah, true. <laughs> we work um, filing for bankruptcy, tried, SAG, AFRA. I try to give you more Ari. People always tell me they love Ari. That's I enough. Uh, the Actors Union um, settles. Vince McMahon is a risk factor. Mm-hmm. Just in general. And Bridgewater's believability waiting system and baseball cards. Um, All right. Well, I'm voting last because I'm host. So. Oh, oh, like wow. Like Damien, you go first. No, Damien can't vote on his own. Oh, it's, shoot. It's I just how this Jesse works. and I. <laughs> I'll break the tie oh, if there's a tie. Jesse, do you have a vote first? I don't know what I'd vote on this I one. think that I'm going to vote Vince McMahon because Ooh. I covered him a lot in my exhaustingest yes. stories. So the fact that... 
you know, they're fine. I mean, they should kick him off the board, but the fact that they're admitting this is kind of fun. Yeah. I yeah. like that a person is a risk factor. Yeah. Right. In two different ways. In two different ways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually going to agree that I think, um, I think uh, Vince McMahon being a risk factor, it's not often that you see the founder and um, ex, like ex-chair, ex-founder, like someone who owns what? What does he own? Ten or twelve percent of the shares well, of a, the combined company? Yeah. In related news, he's actually selling a hundred million dollars worth of shares. I think so. seven hundred million is what oh, I read. Seven hundred. Seven hundred million dollars worth. Yeah, it's a so hundred million shares. Is he pissed off because he saw himself in the? Uh, but it's just not often. <laughs> is he concerned? That you literally see, like, uh, like I w- went looking in the Tesla annual report to see if Elon Musk is listed as a risk and the the risks that they list is that they like lose Elon Musk cuz he's a genius sure. yeah, not yeah, like sure. but this is like that guy existing is a risk yeah. like i just love that that you don't see that True. that often so i'm going with that one Jesse's correct it's a sweep oh, wow it is a sweep it is a sweep uh, which uh, brings us to the next section which is what i don't know my second Goodliest of the week this week. There it is. I gotta admit, not as many good stories as last week. I only have, well, it's two categories this week. Oh. First up, U.S. labor movement is still having a moment. Aww. And like actually what caught my a attention... A lot of moments, a lot of moments. ...was the Caesars... So yes. this it's this headline. Caesars reaches deal with Las Vegas Union to avoid strike. I think it was, yeah, it was 10,000 hospitality mm. workers that almost went on strike. The deadline was two days from now, uh, right before the Formula One mm, race. race? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Formula race. One thing that yeah. happens there. It, yeah, not the baby Formula One. It's <laughs> no. Formula One cars. Right. If it was the baby Formula, nobody would care. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they didn't even need to go on strike. They reached... An agreement on, well, I, I don't know if it's tentative or not. Well, the good news, are is that just the threat of a strike is right. even more impactful right. now because of the geniuses at UAW. So I was happy to hear that. And then, as you mentioned, Damien, Kaiser Healthcare Workers, right? They mm-hmm. did go on a three-day strike in early October. That's 75,000 healthcare workers across the nation that went on strike, the largest strike for healthcare workers. Right. Um, and then there was an article in the New York Times out, this is the headline. Our family can have a future. Ford workers on a new union contract. Ooh. Yeah, uplifting and sad at the same time. Our families can have a yeah. future. I like the, the, the alternative. That means that three days ago they couldn't, which is just depressing. <laughs> yeah, that's a little yeah. sad. Yeah. GM employees return to work after a 17-day strike in Brazil. Yeah, why did they get some kind of concessions? Is that why? Um, you know, I just really focus on the headline. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Uh, no, but they did. They I did skim it, and they got they raised pay. Okay, that's, um, a, that's a concession. And pharmacy walkout organizers help <laughs> launch national push to unionize pharmacists and technicians. Yes. So last week, or I think it was last week, I I called what I thought was the top of union movement. The top. Yeah, like oh, like the UAW more. settling. I thought like, okay, well, this is probably the top. I I, I mean, like it it seems like it doesn't where else get better it, from here. But it it does look like everybody's basically taking a book out of Sean Fain's playbook yeah. and saying, how can we strategically hurt the companies that have basically spent two decades limiting our pay and benefits? Yeah, and hurting yeah. us. Also, I don't know if you've been to a pharmacy lately, but... I want to go, actually. The, the one by my house, mm-hmm. they've changed oh, their one. hours. Mm-hmm. So they o- they open at 9 a.m. now. And I have been there a That's couple a times at 9 a.m., but they can't open because the pharmacist hasn't come into it's work drunk. yet okay. because they're overworked, understaffed. Oh. And if you're trying to get a prescription filled, they don't guarantee same-day prescription filling Ooh. anymore. You know what's scary so, is looking at those prescription buckets. That's buckets. A lot. Oh, yeah. Buckets. It's a oh. lot. A prescription bucket? That sounds delicious. Yeah. I don't uh, know. What, what is that? All I know is that when I went to go get like a COVID booster last year, not this year, 
I went to I, I actually set up online appointments oh, in three different places, oh, showed yeah. up, and Forget no one it. was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yep. literally, no one was there, and I was like, "Wait a minute, how can no one be here?" I yep. set up an appointment. That they were like, "My dear old mom, sorry, too. yeah, she's right. eighty. It's <laughs> like it's like the app that you can where you schedule your things. Do not talk to the actual pharmacies. Don't, I mean, like, uh, and the the pharmacists were like rightly like I. I don't give two fucks. Right. You don't pay me. Can't I don't get extra. You. I sorry. Well, I'm not coming in. On a related note, the last time I went to get my shots uh, a month ago at CVS, I, did, I actually ended up taking pictures of the area where I got my shot because it was strewn with trash. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is not a very good feeling. Like, yeah. This is America at its heart. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> trash strewn vaccine. Wow. Trash. Okay. So number one then ah. is the union movement. Yep. And number two, women's soccer. Ooh, Wait, I like what? women's soccer. That's yep. a, how is that good, women's soccer? I mean, I like women's soccer. Well, good news coming from women's okay. soccer. Uh, first of all, Netflix is set to release a series on the U.S. national women's national team 2023 World Cup run. Oh, but that that's, that's just that's a sad. run that, that ended in sadness, <laughs> sadness, though. Oh, I thought it was the, on the one they won. I, I didn't realize it was the one they lost. No, this is this is going to be oh. their three-peat. Oh. And yeah, oh. they did lose in round okay. of 16, I'm going to watch think. it anyway, yeah. Right, the fact that Netflix coming out with a four, you know, four-episode yeah. docuseries about mm-hmm. a women's run that d- doesn't even mean like when they didn't even win yeah, could, and it highlights great. like all the pressures that they had mm. because there was a lot of pressure because they just because uh, they won the raised, last two world well, cups and they raised their pay and so there was all these eyes on them Not to mention blah, that blah, they're blah. infinitely more popular than the men's team i can name like eight women's players totally. i can name zero i think actually men's players uh, I, I do like though that they were criticized the loss was criticized as a result of them going woke and like getting equal pay and all that except stuff they've been woke forever except for yeah. the fact that they want this was a three-peat right yeah. like right. they've won and for the last already eight too. years where yeah. are expectations and we're and, like? and we're complaining because they didn't win a third one in a row that's what maybe, because of the wokeness maybe we can buy a new women's team on public square I think they're available. uh, They're increasingly available. American-made players (laughs) on Union Square. Unlike our original American-made players, yeah. And the National Women's Soccer League scored a new four-year deal with CBS, ESPN, Prime Video, and Scripps. Sports. Well, the reason sports. I've never heard of them. Prescription sports. (laughs) (laughs) A bucket of sports scripts. (laughs) But the reason why this is such a big deal is because the deal is valued at $240 million, which is 40 times their previous three-year agreement with CBS. That's, That's probably how much uh, ESPN pays for one preseason game of the NFL. <laughs> I don't even think it's one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but that's great. I mean, I think it's, it's about time. Yeah. Progress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So there are two big stories here. Are the U.S. labor movement having a moment and women's soccer? Oh, you're not giving us a lot of choices soccer. here. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I wonder where you're trying to push us here. Um, <laughs> well, it's almost like we've been really busy yeah. working yeah. on a pitch deck Last and trying time. to get investor yeah. capital. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I'll vote first. Right. I am going to vote for the U.S. Labor I mean, that, that seems yeah. obvious. I'll, I'll just keep it interesting because I actually sent the story to <laughs> Ari. Uh, originally, I thought it was about the women's winning World Cup. That's okay. I'm not, sorry not, to disappoint. I, I sent the story to you. Third time in a row. I like that you're disappointed with the story <laughs> you sent to I'm Ari big, for good I'm a big fanboy of the team. I saw them uh, in the World Cup in Paris, one of the best sporting events I ever went to in my life. I'm going to vote for women's soccer. You saw them? Yes, absolutely. And uh, wow. that is actually the wrong answer okay. the right answer Jeez. is the labor movement Aww. so um that means that we're on to whatever's next what is next as holiest of the week Yay! um so there are four assholes that i have here oh okay. but they're mostly pretty short um i kind of phoned it in this week if i'm if i'm being honest because i've been busy working on a pitch deck to get investor capital that's what I've we're been doing. We're raising money, huh? We're ra- yes. I hear that we're raising money for this incredibly wonderful and uh, uh, genius product that we built. If I was a billionaire. I would invest in it. Yeah, I, we have a bunch of billionaire listeners, so I'm expecting to hear get calls from them now. First up, uh, Damien pulled this story, and ironically, I can't believe that this story came out mm-hmm. because I was before the headline hit. 
I was doing exactly we've, this. Well, we've actually, we've both done this before. I mean, we've done it before, yeah, yeah. but I did a full... It's hard, what it's hard this not to do This actually. week, I, I spent the whole week Such filling out a spreadsheet mm-hmm. to do this. Meta's oversight board and the need for a new theory of online... Gaslighting never fared so well as the oversight board. This story covers the anniversary for the um, b- the beginning work of the Meta Oversight Board is October of 2020. Since then, this is the three-year anniversary. 53 decisions have wow. come out. Wow, 53 wow. in three years. That's an average of 17 per year, 1.5 per month. They're busy. And how, and that's a giant board too, right? There's a lot of intellectual there power are, on that board. There are some really, really powerful yeah. people. They're and just, just slow, they're just slow. Wow, the crowd can't get over how many how many they've managed to accomplish. And, and just to be clear, those cases, Represent less than point zero 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 one percent of all moderation decisions it's, are you made. Sure it's that high? I, it's it's lower. It's less than. Okay. It's less How than. How much do you get paid to be on this oversight it's board? Not, it's not too shabby. Um, what it is? Remember, Mark's it, paying you. You're talking Mark. about a company that makes six million moderation decisions basically a year, and they have managed fifty three to look at fifty three of them. Wow. Ari, the fun thing, Ari, is that your the the your boss who you're paying is the one you're being. He's the one you're being paid to provide oversight of. The guy yes. who's paying you. Yeah, that guy pays you, and he yeah, and you you oversee no him. No conflict of interest. No, none. Um, so here's the stats: seventy nine percent of those fifty three have been overturned. Okay. So Meta got it wrong in seventy nine percent of the cases that they actually looked at. Now, if you assume that of like the six million cases that they have to look at annually or billion, I don't know, it's like a massive number. You assume that fifty percent of them are really, really obvious. Like uh-huh. it's just somebody yeah. who's like you know just spewing the most obvious hate speech that you could possibly think yeah. of. And if you assume that of the remaining fifty percent, probably fifty percent of that is near obvious or bots, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then you're just detecting patterns, you're getting rid of them. Let's say twenty five percent of them overall are about on they're on the fence okay that means that in 79 percent of the cases that actually got looked at meta made the wrong decision that's insane that's you're an talking F. about millions of moderation decisions they probably are getting wrong on a daily on an annual basis right Oof. the average turnaround time is eight to 10 months after the n- initial decision gets made so this oversight board can't even look at the decisions in like, they're just like just under a year, a shade under a year, they finally actually have a decision to make about the decision. And then it's wrong. And then they're mostly wrong. In fact, what um, they found is like in cases where uh, Meta left a post up and it should have been taken down, those posts get hundreds of thousands of views. Wow. Like where they're spewing some sort of hate speech or giving hundreds of thousands of views. So- I would like to nominate Meta's oversight board and this whole gaslight as on the three year anniversary. What a fucking shit show. What yeah, is the point of this? I'm Googling on the fly here, but it looks like the Supreme Court itself handles about 100 decisions a year. Yeah, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court. that has half the size yeah. of Meta's oversight board. Yeah. And with slightly more impact on society. Yeah. Well, well, the difference not. is the yeah. difference is if you assume the court system. In whole, right, like has more people than, sure, maybe. But this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. So that's number one. Number so wait, two. Wait, so wait, just so we're clear, who's the asshole there? The, the oversight board itself, uh, it's, or Meta? It's the whole, the whole system. Me- whole is world. Meta whole oversight? System. Meta's oversight board and the fact that it exists. It's the ultimate gaslight. Um, number two, uh, this headline popped, and I'm nominating Bob Iger. Is oh. Disney's new CFO its next CEO? Oh. This is my prediction. You okay. see what you did, Bob? Yeah. Do you see what you did? I have some free flow analytics stats to, to talk about my prediction about I this. I saw, and so I'm not going to go into this, but the fact that Bob Iger boomerangs and they couldn't find a CEO for so long, now literally anyone joins Disney, yeah. and the headline is, is that person the next CEO? And it's it, like they, they hired a mailroom well, clerk, and I'll, they're wondering if it's going to be the CEO. I'll give you a quick teaser to our free flow analytics is that he might have found the right puppet. Ooh, yeah. well, that's because that's what they that needed. Another puppet. But again, only our data can reflect this. Only our data can demonstrate that that fact that I'm not just saying he's a puppet to be funny. Like our data demonstrates that he might actually be a good puppet. Do you them. hear that? Potential investors. Yeah. All right. Number three. 
Adam Newman fires subtle shots at his WeWork successors. You already covered WeWork's bankruptcy demise. and uh, and demise. Infamous but, demise. But here's but Adam. He's talking crap. Here's his quote. Here's his quote. Quote, it has been challenging for me to watch from the sidelines since 2019 as WeWork has failed to take advantage of a product that is more relevant today than ever oh, before. Oh, After the COVID error, is that even true that it's more relevant today? All I know is that uh, he's he's basically saying that the WeWork, that after he left, they failed to take advantage of this opportunity. But, but there's an absolute crisis in American cities filling office space. What the hell is he talking about? He's talking about he's talking as a guy who made a billion dollars uh, um, getting bought out of a company that's worth zero dollars. Completely wrong. Completely um, wrong. Which, son. Yeah. If you're listening, I'm going to talk to the camera here. He should be Definitely our investor. Are. If you're listening. Yeah. We could use a billion dollars, and I guarantee you, we won't fail. And, and can I'll I even grow my hair out. Can I add to that? We could even have we could help you identify outliers like Adam Newman to get rid of before you invest. Yeah, mm. yeah. it's a twofer. You yeah. get the due diligence built in, and I'll grow flowing locks, and I'll do yoga, and everybody wins. Uh, so Adam Newman as uh, fail up uh, asshole of the week, and then finally, this story. Wouldn't have caught my eye, and I just happened to read it. Here's the headline. Citigroup to pay $25.9 million to settle U.S. discrimination claims. Okay, sounds on brand. Yeah, but <laughs> what is the brand that yeah. you you assume? What's the immediate assumption? Well, uh, women or people of color. Denying. Yeah, right. Gays, loans, women. Mortgages to black people. Right, exactly. And $25.9 million, you hear that number it's and you think number. immediately nothing, right? Yeah, like right. Uh, the multi-billion dollar bank. What's that? The cost of Jesse's new house. So I actually read it and that made it weirdly more jarring to me having read it because the CFPB, which is the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, mm -hmm. found that from 2015 to 2021, Citigroup managers trained employees to stereotype applicants suspected oh. of being Armenian yeah, wow. because their last names ended in IAN or YAN, believing them likely to commit fraud. What is this? Armenian. I have two questions. Do I qualify as a Damien? Is that close enough? Yeah, I think his last oh. name. Second surnames. of all, why do you think they targeted Armenians? So Armenia, if you don't know where it is, is sits between Iran and like Turkey, Turkey yeah. and it's like in it's basically a Middle Eastern country that's yeah. on the border of Europe, Middle East, right? Yeah. Um, so they they suspect there's a they were going after money laundering rings that were coming through Armenia and actually a California California has a high Armenian population yeah. in this one town so they had this these suspicions but what they did was they effectively denied loans or made so like like for basic credit cards to Armenian families because they were Armenian Ar having Armenian, no God. evidence Armenian of American else. families Amer Ar That's Armenian crazy. American crazy. they didn't care they just like looked at the last name yeah. and they made them jump through more hoops <laughs> and then denied more products <laughs> the bank said it was a few bad apples that were misinterpreting the sort of like compliance sure. laws sure. Uh, but the CFPB <laughs> director, Rohit Chopra, told reporters Wednesday that Citigroup was a repeat violator of consumer protection laws, having paid more than $1 billion in fines since 2015. Wow. wow. And just so you know, on Citigroup's board, there's only one director on the 13-person board that bats above 300 on controversies. Oh. They are stacked with controversial directors. And just in case you thought they were all directors who just sit on Citigroup's board, half the board sit on multiple boards. Oh, They're so on at least two boards, including one guy who's on four other boards, right? Wow. Um, Oddly, we, don't we have a mechanism to help uh, investors target some of these directors to vote? Oh, we out? do. Yeah. yeah, we have all the data to do that. That's it would sweet. be... Also, so if they did. Nice to know that our data is correct. Yeah, it is correct. It's just the one, it. the one thing I found that I thought was interesting is Jane Fraser, who's the CEO of City, mm -hmm. is actually less influenced than another person on City's board, uh, mm -hmm. Peter Henry. Is Peter the chair? He's not director? even the chair. He's not even the chair. But yeah. um, so it's a very odd situation. Well, except that we've talked about this at Goldman Sachs. Uh, also, DJ D. Saul. Am I allowed to call him that anymore? Uh, yeah, he's not Aww. a DJ. He's not DJing, but can I still call him that? No, no. He's just D. Saul now. DJ Emeritus. <laughs> right. Is that word? But he also... Emeritus. Emeritus. Maybe this is a, maybe this is a function of certain U.S. 
banks, but he also doesn't have a lot of power influence wise, right? Maybe. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Right. And, and I think it isn't, it, it isn't, uh, uh, unique to banks. I think it's normal. So, you know, Citigroup managers trained employees. That part yeah. got me. Someone had to train them. Someone had to tell them, like, look out for the IANs. Bad apple. Gus. Right? Gus but bad Armenians, apple. like, we don't, no one talks about Armenian Unless you live in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's, it's really, it. it's yeah. really, it's special. Mm-hmm. So, those are your four options um, Meta's Oversight, Gaslight, uh, Disney's. Bob Iger for making us constantly think everyone's going to be the next CEO. Adam Newman's is giant fail up and this on his way, on his easy. way failing up, it saying it's somebody else's fault for not capitalizing on the opportunity. And Citigroup's um, discrimination against Armenians, of <laughs> all is, people. This is easy for me. I'll go first because this might be my last opportunity to do this. I, I mean, this might be it for me. Are you Maybe. quitting? Are you dying? This might be my last <laughs> chance to vote Adam Newman as the assholeest. Of oh, the week. Like, wow. Yeah. No. Take the if I there mean, is one thing we know about him, is that he's going to keep on coming One of the back. supremest assholes in the history of our company, I would think, is Adam Newman. If there's one thing we know about him, it's that Mark Andreessen's largest single investment was in Adam Newman's new company. Um, yes. uh, what he, is it? He invested like $300 High million. heels for poodles or something? What is he doing? No, he's, he, he has a company called Flow, which is basically... Nobody, nobody knows what it does. No one's quite sure, but it's exactly yes. WeWork. It's, he just reinvented right. WeWork Thanks, with Adam. different yoga babble. Yeah. So that's my vote. It's right, a vote for Adam, Adam Newman. Newman. Jesse? Uh, I am going to vote for Meta's Oversight Board. Ooh, Ooh that's a, that's a good one. We don't talk enough about Oversight Boards. I'm glad, I'm glad it's getting some hate today. I, I read the last few decisions that they made, and they're so thoughtful about such stupid shit. It's unbelievable. It's like a post of someone doing a it's, juice cleanse, it's like and they that, spent seven years to decide whether or not it violated a term. It's like those very verbal NFL referees that spend three minutes describing why, like, a Yeah, fumble, Ed Hockley. Yeah, like, why the, like the, the ground cut caused a fumble or something and it's like a treatise on this is on like grass growing and ball slipperiness <laughs> no, and this like, is this is yeah we don't care cut him off Ari whose ball is it it's a reference nobody would understand but it is funny and the ref's like oh, Seth would we saw the ball hit the line at this particular angle and the rules state that yeah it's for seven minutes Ari what's your vote uh, well the correct vote oh, is ooh. Meta's Oversight Board. Wow. What a bunch wow. of jerks. Wow. Meta's Oversight Board just what took that a category. Bunch of jerks. That's surprising to me. I, th- I would have thought everyone would have gone for Adam Newman. That's why I put him in there. No, he's a tired asshole. I'm tired. A tired asshole? <laughs> he's exhausting. Oh, as speaking of which, that's a perfect segue. Coming up. <laughs> wow. Jesse, this could not exhaust us all. This could not have been more perfect because guess who my first article is about? <laughs> well, I, not think I, I think I just gave it away. Bob Iger. Headline Please be is <laughs> a possible winner from WeWork's Troubles, Adam Newman. He's already a winner. What does that mean? He's already a winner. He's a billionaire. So basically, Damien kind of already went went into this the this article focused on that concession that he made mm. the 40 430 million dollar loan that he doesn't basically have to pay back Crazy. um so if he forfeits his shares this is correct right but which they're worthless has. now they're worth but yeah why yeah. wouldn't he why wouldn't he? what's the opportunity cost so he's at least up 400 and well they said his shares are like Four million. So oh, he's up four hundred and twenty-six no. million dollars. Million. Oh my God, he's gonna, he's gonna so sell them, right? That, that's story number one. I don't have to go into much more because no, we've all let's covered not say him anymore. I want to punch myself in the groin. All right. So my second story is a little bit longer, so you have to bear with me, but it's <laughs> so exhausting. So. The headline is Crypto CEO Steps Down After Misogynistic Rant. Uh, that, that, there's, nothing, there's nothing shocking about that yeah. statement. There's yeah. not. No, no, no. That's yeah, there is. But the stuff that he's the saying down is shocking. That's true. That's true. Sure. But I, I don't know if you'll think that that's enough after I, I read to you. Okay. So okay. Give Tree founder and CEO Sam Joel. Give Tree. So what what Give Tree is is he created he he created this while he was homeless from an internet cafe. So he got a lot of like sympathy points. Wow, he's got a story. But he created he created Give Tree for gamers to donate to other organizations via crypto. 
like oh, a way okay. for them sure. to do that. Okay, okay? sure, sure. So, I don't, ca- I don't so care. So Sam Joel yeah. made misogynistic comments to several women in response to an article about champion championing women in startups on LinkedIn. So he had to get involved with that. Wait, he did it on LinkedIn? On LinkedIn, yeah. a professional and network. And he's trolling championing women in startups? In startups. That's a great cause. So yeah. here are yeah, some of the comments. Of here are some of the comments. So the classic, get off your period, get good. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, and, and I want you to pay attention to the grammar because yeah. it's deplorable. So get off your period, get good, earn your salary with skill, not PR, LOL, pathetic. Wait, he's, oh, he, he said this These on LinkedIn. So I've they've never since been erased but these are journalists that all witnessed these. Is this, is this Elon Musk actually talking? No, <laughs> there's scare. It's scary, but there's more of them. Okay, here's here's the next. Bang you, then abortion. Oh, oh what? This is, what does that even mean? I don't, I don't even know what that I means. I feel dirty even making a joke about this, but is this Grok the new, I don't the know. new AI from Elon Musk? No, the, this the is a person. AI? These are actual persons. Here, here we go. There's more. Are you single? Should we make a better baby? Assuming I want to bang you because let's be honest, you look fat. Wow. This is all on LinkedIn. Crazy. So then he also wrote about diversity and how it's the dumbest shit of the entire century. All the things in our century, this is the dumbest? Diversity? And this is why. The century. Wow. This is why it's dumb. Somehow, women have secured the majority of employment in most verticals and still complaining. Classic women. (laughs) Wow. So LinkedIn. You're depressing me, Jesse. This was brought to LinkedIn. They decided that the comments didn't didn't contravene the professional community policy and refrain from taking them down and removing him from the platform because that's what there was three main targets three women that were targeted by these and that's what they wanted so linkedin refused to so then <gasps> no, one, they need mind. an oversight board well <laughs> seriously so Reed one of Hoffman. the targets ended up speaking out and she created a post she's mm-hmm. a ceo and founder of a fintech company he was attacking a ceo and founder of a fintech, fintech company. company super Good fierce for him. Good yeah for him. And she spoke out, and this is this is what her post said. Here we are still dealing with it. This was days after. Reams of emails, conversations, and activity are going behind the scenes trying to create action and protection for women. And, and so, even putting aside the fact that I'm shaking with revulsion, anger, and frustration, I'm furious that the time I should have been spending on my family and business is being diverted to having to fight mm-hmm. for a fair, bloody go. Mm-hmm. I should not have to fight... Not, to not be sexually harassed, belittled, and abused on a professional network. Oh, I am exhausted. And so, and then to just just to top terrible. it all off, Give Tree itself has labeled his comments misogynistic. He did not, and they put out a statement on hmm. his behalf, and they said. He's sorry. Sam would like to wholeheartedly Wait, apologize. Yo, they're they apologizing apologize for, for him. him. He's deeply yep. sorry. They apologize. Like Lloyd's. I've never seen this kind of apology yep. before. For, and, and they reported that he's going to go to therapy to address oh. his sexist and at times misogynistic. But he lost his job, no? He he stepped down, but so probably temporarily, I don't right? Really I mean, know. Founder, I don't really know that probably. that's enough, right. Because they, this isn't the first instance of him doing stuff like not. It wasn't to this. It wasn't on LinkedIn, but he did get kicked out of like an accelerator program because he was leaving co- misogynistic comments to other female founders. Not to, <laughs> n- yeah, not to take this story in a completely different direction, but meanwhile, the LinkedIn co-founder is preparing a campaign to vote out two women of color in the U.S. Congress, right? <laughs> Yep. Isn't that what Reed Hoffman is up to over there? Yeah, he's spending at his billions targeting a couple well, of the women who disagree with something he trickle thinks. down culture. It's yeah, not surprising go. that it's they not, didn't take not. it off. I, I mean, I, I, I wish um, GiveTree had just written whatever their apology was the way he wrote his comments. So like. <laughs> It would be like, you like know, troll haiku. Uh, like Sam Joel is currently getting off his period <laughs> um, and he 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 hasn't been earning his salary with skill, just PR, LOL. Yeah. Sam <laughs> Joel <laughs> Musk a-hole. Like uh, and he might it, he might be the dumbest shit of the entire century. <laughs> except, that this is, except as we're learning, this is behavior that's also celebrated in other circles, right? I mean, Elon would be celebrating this as an anti-woke manifesto. Yeah, well, mm. I mean... I, I can't get over the Maybe century, the dumbest the shit of the yeah, century. Yeah, yeah. That would be 1923 was a hundred years ago. Yeah. There wasn't anything dumber. Yeah. What about everybody di- loves Raymond? That like have, have a diversity between 1923 and now? Yeah. Nothing. Not about, one thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's just crazy. Jesse, you always do your job very well. I'm already exhausted from your first two stories. <laughs> All right. And there's more. Oh boy. 
Next story. Okay, so this one I really want you guys to weigh in on. I'm going to present what I thought was exhausting about it first, but then I read into it and I it might actually be a good thing. So you guys can all weigh in yeah, on this. But you arguing with yourself? Anti-exhausting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm exhausted with your It could be goodliest or it could be exhaustingest. And this is a first. So here's the headline. Amazon announces new benefit for Prime members. Primary care services for $9 per month. So, well, wait, But I have to pay primary. for my new benefit? Well... Yeah, but it's nine dollars per month. A month. You're saving a hundred dollars. Okay, it's less so than Netflix. you would get here's the details. You would get virtual primary care through one medical. Virtual and, primary care. Okay. Yeah, it's one medical does virtual. Yeah. Amazon acquired them last year, so, so you're they're, getting they're like, access. They're like, can you touch your neck if, if you feel any? Is that what they're gonna do? Well, of gonna... course, it's not applicable for every case. Take but your temperature, dummy. Is that what they're gonna primary say? care <laughs> access to primary care has been shown to really increase the health of communities. So okay. All right. just be. Being seen to like talk about True. something is helpful. So, yeah. anyways, you can get you can access one medical for two hundred bucks a year, and Amazon Prime members can get it for ninety nine. You with don't this. sound exhausted by this, Jesse. I'm just reading you the details. Okay. Here's what I here's what I'm exhausted about. Okay, good. I'm exhausted that Amazon of all places, even even the WalMarts, even the whatever, they have to our healthcare infrastructure is so deplorable mm -hmm. that they have this bright path in that's like actually appealing to people because we're like oh nine dollars a month mm -hmm. because after i read it i'm like so first i'm like okay but people that can't afford access to healthcare or primary care physicians are probably not allocating money to a prime membership mm -hmm. but but they're yeah. smart but a prime membership plus the 99 dollars a month is less than any yeah. insurance and that you can access if you get snap benefits you get a reduced uh, oh. except that except that yes the insurance that you're buying that's more expensive than that also means you can Assuming go to a doctor and sometimes well, a lot a of it is catastrophic get, though so you pay for anything or i guess if you're in the hospital it'd be covered but nothing I'm else guessing, is covered yeah. i'm guessing so you're they're targeting the uninsured too are they not probably targeting uninsured also sure, rural yeah. areas yeah. that don't have if a lot of i mean yeah, look, that's a big one can, because you might live very far away can i add just one thing here before yeah. matt takes over yeah when you say they at Amazon, we're talking about Jeff Bezos. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only is he controls sixty-seven percent of the, the guy influence. who is yeah. moving to Miami. Well, who, just imagine when so he, he can reduce when his he tax taps bill. into the healthcare when he taps into the healthcare market, how much more influence Amazon is. But his have. taxes alone, Jesse, could probably build some health clinics in Definitely. Nebraska, maybe. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I do get the exhausting part, which is that. Like we don't, our system is so. We're like, this is literally so we're outsourcing everything. We're talking. We're talking about a very America-specific problem. Like nowhere else in the world are we talking about this. Mm -hmm. And hoping that our brilliant, like corporate overlords, Jeff can Bezos. get us more efficient uh, healthcare, and maybe yeah. I can talk to a doctor for the first time in ten years. Mm -hmm. Like, and and this is like a subscription service, right? Which means like. They're treating it like Netflix for my like uh, my bladder problems. I mean, they are, yeah. Which is not how I want to treat my bladder <laughs> yeah. problems. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, and they get your data for your bladder. Problems. Yeah, just wait until AI is Ooh, the actual one answering your questions. So, is the, it, it going to be the the jerky one from Elon Musk? It's gonna be yelling at you because you're peeing wrong. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be like your pee sucked anyway, yeah. asshole. Um, all right, here are your three exhaustingest of the week. Uh, Adam Newman, um, maybe you don't have to say anymore. Crypto CEO and his misogynistic rant, oh. and Amazon new. Um, Prime uh, benefit is primary care services. Uh, Wait, can I ask one question, Jesse? Wh which part? I know the crypto CEO, the stepping down to misogynist rant is horrible, and he's definitely one of the, a big asshole. Which is the exhausting part that they just they just keep having to deal with these? Stories? Get off your is period. That, well, is that they they <laughs> can they can cause all of this harm and then just get like a slap on the wrist? Right. Like to me, him stepping down is just like a slap on the wrist. And. and He's not True. taken off of LinkedIn, so he right. can keep. Till he's homeless he again. He can keep saying harmful stuff. <laughs> and he makes another crypto coin. And to your point, Jesse, that he even has this platform, this medium to oh, totally. to, to like expose his hor his horrible thoughts. Like I don't, I truly don't even know how he became like, a founder speaking like this. And like you know I, I don't yeah, get it. And I, I'm clearly gonna vote for this one. The other thing that exhausts me about this is that is that 
the women who are just on this platform for networking or whatever, yeah. they they have no choice but to be subjected to this misogyny because they're just there to network. But yeah. but you can't. It's not like it filters out horrendous misogyny. They have well, to. And that's they the other. Have to deal with this. That's the other exhausting thing. They is it to. should? Right. I can't believe he was sending these messages or writing these things with his name attached I, to it. I know. Like, where is your burner account? You have to. Where right? is Don't your they burner? Ask for your where account? is your burner account? No, LinkedIn. He's a crypto CEO. I'm sure you can come up with one. You put any name you want. Like, and you want to know how I know you can put any name you want? You have to say who you Because on a daily basis, I get some spam that says, "Are you interested in building a franchise? Please contact me." for franchise opportunities and I report them all to LinkedIn as spam and LinkedIn comes back and says it doesn't actually go against our rules on spam and it's like well what does exactly what what does one have to do so to be see how much that annoys you imagine if someone was telling you to get off that's that's i mean (laughs) i think actually how do you even get off the more exhausting (laughs) thing what is the mechanism there that you get off your period what do you do or bang you than abortion come on i don't even get what is he suggesting though that you you remove your uterus like what are you doing to get off your period i don't understand that i i i yeah mostly like he's an asshole and it feels like LinkedIn and the social media complex that doesn't really have any well, incentive to stop him yeah. from being an asshole. Well, that's why I'm voting for because I'm exhausted by the idea that women by just oh, by waking up every morning, they, they might be subjected to this level. But of frankly, like I know for, for women, it's this is most definitely 10,000 years of exhausting. Mm-hmm. I'm a little glad that this one stayed up because... There is nothing more like revealing than when someone does like this. I think it's like the subtle like microaggressions or micro misogyny that I feel like is really pernicious. This is so fucking obvious. Like it's so in your face. And LinkedIn was like, it's okay to stay voting for this. Um, (laughs) I, 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 I. Yes, I'm oh, voting. I okay. think there's no way to not vote for right. this. Dude, Adam Newman. Okay. Oh, wow. Stop. Too, bad, too bad you lost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that means exhaustingness of the week is crypto misogyny, um, which brings us to... No, you're really not going to let Ari know. What? Do it. Oh I God. do this on every show. I- I'm trying to get Ari to host the show. Who won the week, Yes, yeah, Tell me. <laughs> Tell me who won the week. Uh, I mean, this is kind of a, a, a good victory, but a sad victory that even had to be in this position in the first place. But I'm definitely voting for women in Ohio who... Oh, who the enacted, elections. Yeah. Who, uh, they that was rati- a big story. Where was that? They ratified the... Yeah. Well, we don't really cover elections. That's like our world. parallel I mean, universe. Yeah, well, what about cannabis companies in yeah, Ohio? It's like a 24th state to smoke. We don't really care anymore. But anyway, <laughs> they, they're going to ratify the Constitution... To preserve the right to abortion in Ohio, so definitely women in Ohio. The actually the amazing part about those votes is when you look at the abortion vote, it's very centered on like Columbus and the city urban centers in Ohio, Columbus, obviously, yeah. right? But when you look at the marijuana vote, all of a sudden all the dark red gets much lighter. Did, Everyone's did like weed yeah, passed we, by more than abortion. Is that what you're saying? It very yeah, slightly more. Really. It wasn't vastly different, but right. the but actually the but gradient the as in the way more generous gradient. It was much more yeah, generous. Like finally everyone's come around to be like, you know what? We still want to control your health care, but I also want to be stoned while I do it. That's where we're <laughs> Let's at. not forget that this was the weird story where Republicans in the state acted like ESG people by they remember they tried to enact a super majority clause? Yeah, vote? yeah, and that they, got shut that down failed, too. But they wanted sixty percent of the state to pass this before it actually not just a simple majority. I mean they were really just Fooling around because they knew that the, that they probably can't get to sixty, but they can know, get a majority. Just, let's just keep moving the goalposts. Yeah. Jesse, who do you have? I have the uh, National Women's Soccer League yes. for the reason you've already talked about the the forty times raised from their TV deal. Okay, Heck you yeah. fools didn't pick the actual winner of the week, who, who? is Adam Newman. We don't want to give him that power. You don't have to like that he's the winner of the week, but he very no. clearly <laughs> won the Women week. We work goes bankrupt. He's firing shots at the company, even though he is the they reason like, why it went bankrupt. I don't bankrupt. know how they messed this up. He keeps. $400 million in his pocket he doesn't have to pay, and he's a billionaire, and now everyone's going to forget WeWork existed, and he's going to go on to flow, and he's going to get funded by everybody, and he, like, 
It's all coming up Newman. That's all I'm saying. You're right. It's women in Ohio. You're right. <laughs> um, I'm going to say I won the week because oh. I got to host. I mean, you're, oh. you're getting there. So. I want you to dominate. But <laughs> predictions. Anyone have some predictions? I have a boring free flow analytics-y one. Can I go first? Get yeah, it over go with? first. Because I know Matt hates my boring free flow analytics. Yeah, I'm already tape. asleep. Uh, my, so my theory is that Bob has found his next puppet, and that's Pepsi Vice Chair and CFO Hugh Johnston. Probably the, the successor to the throne at Disney. Why? Because he is already the audit chair at Microsoft and HCA Healthcare. And according to our data, he has no influence at either company. <laughs> He's correct. someone eminently controllable. And that's what we know that Bob Iger needs Loves. and wants. He couldn't control Bob Chapek for whatever reason. So he got hit the people that he could control to get rid of him. But this is the perfect guy to control he's clearly a, a lifer board member and they I'm actually not, i'm not saying he's not skilled but this is the right guy for bob Iger to step away and control there are circles board circles in which um uh this new guy hugh johnston sits and overlaps with people from disney not directly but like they are all the same that well there's like pepsi connections where he is but there's microsoft connections in um uh because he's been on the microsoft board there's like starbucks connections in there. There's a lot of weird connections and, in there. And just to give you the actual data, according to our data, uh, our influencer data, he controls 4% of the influence at Microsoft. Remember, Microsoft is not a dictatorship. Um, and only 3% of the influence at HCA. Wow, he's percent. really... He's hit, easy to push around. Hitting it out of the park. Yeah. Um, which I guess means Jesse, right? Uh, my prediction is that if we keep allowing AI founders to create with no regulations, oh. we're going to live in a world eerily similar to Orbit City, which is where oh, the Jetsons that's a, wait, that's reside. A good that's, that sounds great. No. Is that bad? You want an AI personal assistant? Well, yes. Here yes. it is. It doesn't sound Lover. terrible. AI personal assistant, a two-hour work week, and housekeeping. Well, robots. I don't need any of that. Uh, I, I like the part where you push a button and like your meal came up. Like I like that part of it. Okay. I loved the Jetsons. There's gonna be a lot of PIFAs in your meals, though. That's true. But, you know, some stores Just are like fighting machines. Uh, this grocery store chain in Ooh, England, I believe. Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> they fired self-checkout machines. They're like, we're done with this. Can you call fired? it firing <laughs> if it's not an actual sentient being? Well, my prediction robots? is that self-checkout machines are going to unionize. Oh, yes, I sure love this. No that, other grocery that's a good point, store Ari. chain will fire them. Do you think the them? UAW will try to unionize the Chinese? Humanoid robots when yes. they when they launch. Yeah. You mean you think that's what's gonna happen? Hopefully, that maybe it will keep them in line. Prediction. I'm a little sad to go <laughs> last um, because the last one is um, the Armenians one. That's Wait, not that's a prediction. A prediction. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. No, the the group of people that nobody knew ever got discriminated oh. against are now in the limelight except for getting for the discriminated genocide. against, that's except sad. for the genocide. <laughs> So I think the Armenians It hasn't won. been a good 150 years for the Armenians. It hasn't been great. No. Which, that's the end. Now, see, now I'm afraid to do the outro because you yelled at me the entire time yeah, every I like time yell I did it. Fun. Reminder, Matt does the outro every time. I'll, give, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll let Matt have the outro. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's the show. We are Free Float. That is Hazelnut Rollis, <laughs> Jesse the Money Whisperer, and Ari like the Data Hazelnut Queen. I, I like that. am an analyst whole. Yeah, you taste disgusting. I needed a, I needed a nickname. We need everybody to weigh in. Anyone who's listening to the show, hazelnut or not hazelnut coffee? We want to know. Oh, I thought you said hazelnut raw. Is it a woman thing? <laughs> Is it a woman? That's right. Damien said it might be a woman. Just thing. like yes. Oreos. According to my anecdotal Told Ari to get off her period his, and stop drinking the hazelnut. <laughs> at, at MSCI, it's absolutely a demonstrable fact. That <laughs> demonstrable. Hazelnut coffee there. There it is. We are free float. Come back next week when we do more of whatever it is we do. Until then, goodbye.